Kiddushim Daf Memtet. The last thing we were discussing was if someone was Mekadesh, a woman with one thing, and it ended up being a different thing. For example, silver, and they ended up finding out it's gold. We saw that Tanakama Hachamim held Denat Mekudash because when they said something, they were specific. And Rabbi Shimon says, you know, if it was for better, then they are Mekudash. And Rabbi explained that our Mishnah is talking about where a woman sent the shaliyah to accept uh, her silver kiddushin, and he comes back and they found that it was gold. According to Tanakama, she was specific about the silver. And according to Rabbi Shimon, she was just trying to show him where to go, or just take whatever the guy gives you. And with that, we're going to start Mimhet Amudbet, two lines from the bottom, in the middle of the line, where it says, Amar Abaye. Abaye says, Rabbi Shimon, Virabban Shimon, Mingam Liel, Virabil Azad, the three of them, Kulehu Sviralehu, they all hold, Mar'em Makom Hu Lo. They all hold that when someone sends a messenger, he's just trying to make it easy on him, go do it the easiest way. But if he comes back and he got the job done in a harder way, the person who sent them is okay with that. Rabbi Shimon, we just explained Rabbi Shimon, she told him go get silver, he came back with gold, she's okay with it, she just wanted to get engaged, she told him where to go. Rabban Shimon, get Pashut, regular get that everyone writes, the witnesses sign at the bottom, inside the get. Mekushar, a get Mekushar is a get that the, in the time of the Gemara, they would write for Kohanim, the way it would work is they would write one line, they would fold it, and they would sew the fold together, and then they would write another line again, sew the next fold, and the get would end up looking something sort of like a Chinese fan. The reason they would do this is because Kwanim were known to have a temper, and once they get divorced, they can't uh, remarry their wife, and we want to make it harder for them to get divorced. So Hachamim set up this uh, interesting uh, type of get. It's called the get mekushar. So the get mekushar, aidav me'achorav. The witnesses have to be signed on the back. Now, pashut sheket avu aidav me'achorav. If it's a simple get that the witnesses sign on the back, and if it's a folded get that they sign the inside, they're both not good according to Nakama because you changed from the way Hachamim set it up to be. The Kohen one, the folded one, that the witnesses sign on the inside, it's kasher. Why? Because you could always make it a regular get by not sign, by not uh, sewing the, the folds together. Together. And if you did sew it, you could always rip this, uh, the, the, the stitches. And the reason Tarakama doesn't like you to do that because the way they write the date on a get mekushar is different than a regular get pashut. So it's just different, so he therefore he doesn't like it. But Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel is okay with it. And Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Hakol Keminhag Mehamedina. Everything goes by the custom of the place. Whatever they do, that's what you do. If the place does uh, folded and uh, he just told the shaliha go do it and he ended up doing it regular, not folded, then it's pasul and, and vice versa. We asked the question, Tanakama doesn't care what the custom of the place is. And Rav Asheh said, If it's a place where they do regular gets and he did it folded, or a place where they do folded and he did it simple, everyone will agree that the gets no good, because he, he was being specific. When he told him, go over there to do the get, he said, do the get the way they do it over there.
Where's the Machloket? A place where the minhag is ben bepashut ben kushat. They just do all types of get. And he told him aved li pashut. Make me a simple get. And he went and did a folded one. More sabatana kama held peda. He was he was very adamant that he wants it to be this way. He didn't really care if it was simple or not. They they do it this way, do it that way. Just got it done. So that's Reban Shimon Ben Gamliel. And Rabbi El Azar also holds that he's showing him the place to do it. Itnan. A woman who sent her messenger and said, Go accept my get from this place. And he accepted the get somewhere else. It's Pasul because she sent him to place A. He went to place B. No good. Rabbi El Azar, he's okay. Why? Because because he holds. She's just showing him the place. Next, the Gemara is going to go back to the Mishnah where Bishimon said that if the mistake was better for the woman, then she is Mekudashet and Amar Ula Mahloket Besheva Hamamon. That's all, the Mahloket between them is only if if she got better when it comes to the money, meaning she got something that's worth more. Aval Besheva Yuhasin, Divra Kol Ena Mekudashet. If she was Mitkadesh to him, that he doesn't come from such a Hashu family, he's just a simple guy. Or maybe there's a problem in his family and they found that he is actually uh, someone important. Uh, then according to everyone, that it's no good. Why? Because I'm not looking for a shoe that's too big for me to wear. Meaning if you're from such an important family, I can't fit in. Rabbi Shimon does agree that if he, he mistaken the her and he comes from a much bigger family than what he told her he is, she's not Mikudeshet. Can you could really tell this from the Mishnah? We have a Mishnah coming up. It says if he told her I'm a Kohen, Levi, Levi, Kohen, Natin. If he told her I'm a Natin, and he's a Mamzer, and he ends up being a Mamzer, or a Mamzer, and he ends up being a Natin. In all these cases, Enamik Kudeshet, Velopali Gribishimon, Rabishimon didn't argue over there. Obviously, even if he told her he's one thing and she accepted it and he ends up being something else, even if it's better, it's no good. Meaning lineage is a total different uh, ball game. So now Matkifla Morbaravashe. Morbaravash has a question. Ella de Katanit says in the Mishnah over there, a man told a woman Haret Mikudeshitli, but unconditional. I have a daughter or I have an an older maidservant. And we found that he doesn't have a daughter, he doesn't have a maidservant. Or he told her, I don't have a maidservant or a daughter, and he does have. She's not Mekudeshet. Why? It's a mistake with money. She expected extra help in the house or less help in the house, whatever it is she expected, and she didn't get it. And the thing is, and Rabbi Shimon didn't argue over here. He didn't say if he didn't have a maid and you know, all of a sudden he has a maid, uh, she's Mekodeshet. So the Gemara says, Ela, you have to say, Palik Baresha. He argued in the first case, and it applies also for the other Mishnah coming up. And Hachanami, same idea, Palik Baresha, you could also say the case with the Kohen being, and he's a Levi, uh, that maybe he argued the first time and he doesn't have to continue arguing throughout the Mishnayot. And maybe Rabbi Shimon adamantly holds that if you mistaken her for the better, it's Mekudeshet, even when it comes to lineage. 
The Gemara says, Could you really compare these two things? Hatam by the Shifha or the, the Bat, both of them, the Sheva Hamamon, it's helping her with money. Therefore, he argued in the, the first uh, Mishnah over here with us, silver ended up being gold, and the same idea over there with, uh, with the maid. But Hacha over here with the Kohen, Levi, Levi, Kohen, whatever the case is, the Shavach Yohasinhu, it's in, in regards to, uh, to lineage, it's a total different uh, area. And therefore, in Ita de Palig, if he argues, he should have said it. Meaning, when it comes to money, oh, you said it once, we, you don't have to repeat yourself. But when it comes to something else, there would have been a Hidush. Therefore, you should repeat yourself if that's what you held. Or you could explain as follows. Hachanami over here, when it comes to the, the maidservant, also it's Shevach Yuhasin. It also has to do with lineage. Misavat, my Megudelet, when he said about Shifha, that Megudelet, that's older, do you really think that she's older, meaning over the age of 12? My Megudelet, what does that mean, about Shifha, that's, uh, that's older? Gadelet, she's important. The Amrahi, the wife who's being with Kadesh, is telling, if she's hashuf, she's gonna. Go, you know, I'm not comfortable with her hearing things from me. And she's gonna go tell all the neighbors because she's hashuf. People are gonna take her seriously, and uh, she's gonna badmouth me to the entire neighborhood. So it does have to do with uh, lineage. Um, the Maharshal explains in the name of Daran that a shivha who, who has good lineage means she comes from an avid ivory. Uh, and Tosfor explains it from the language of Gedilim, meaning uh, knots, meaning she goes from house to house, house to house, like uh, knots go in order. She's going around the talking. If a person said, I made Kadesh to you on condition that uh, I know how to read. Once he read three psukim in Shul, okay, she's mit Kadeshet. Omer, he has to read the entire Torah and translate. And the Gemara asks a question, how could he uh, translate on his own? It sounds like he has to read and then translate on, on his own. If a person translates the Pasuk as is, meaning not, meaning not with all the additions and subtractions and all the extra stuff that Unklus uh, said. He's a liar because he's changing what the truth is. Unklus uh, translated the truth. And if you add anything, this is a person who is blasphemous towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu because he's changing the words of the Torah. No, what, what, is, uh, what did he mean? What did Rabbi Yudah mean when he said he has to read and translate? He has to translate to uh, Unklus. Rashi gives an example, you know, it says, and it sounds like, okay, do not testify uh, by a judgment, and that's not uh, true, that's not what it means. Rather, it means what Unkus said, that if they ask someone to judge something, don't shy away from it. And Tosfot gives an example where the Pasuk says, uh, uh, they saw Hashem. It can't be that they saw Hashem. Rather, you have to be like what Unkos explained. They saw the glory of Hashem, but they didn't see Hashem himself. And going back to what we're saying, when uh, we said three psukim, that's if he says, I know how to read. But if he said, I'm a person who understands in Mikra, 
then he has to you know put his money where his mouth is and he has to read the Tanakh and it has to be with the with the correct digduk. Next, if he if a man told a woman, I'll menachani shone, I'm being with Kadesh to you on condition that I know how to learn. It's, uh, he has to know that's the way Rashi explains it the Reef and the Rosh explain that he has to know Mishnayot he has to know Torah and we are, we are understanding that he means Torah Shebikhtav, the regular like Torah so Metive, the Gemara has a problem because we have a bright that says Ezohim Mishnah, Rabbi Meir Omer Halachot Mishnah is the Halacha Moshe Misinai Rabbi Uda Omer, it's Midrash, the Sifra, Sifri, all the Midrashim. These are all the Midrashim that you learn, the Kalb Vahomed, Exa Shabbaz, and all the, other, all the 13 ways to learn the Torah. So now, Rabbi Yohanan said Torah, and here we have Rabbi Mir and Rabbi Uda explaining it's either Halachol Moshe or Sinai or Midrash, but it's not Torah as is. So the Gemara explains, my Torah, what's the Torah that Rabbi Yohanan was talking about? Midrash Torah, all the, the Midrashim of Torah, like Rabbi Yehuda. That's the Amar Latin. I know how to learn. But Amar La Tanan. If he said I'm a Baal Mishnayot, I know what I'm talking about. Then Adi Tanel Chetas. If that's Rivet Osefta, then he has to show what he's really worth, and he has to show that he knows Halacha Moshe Misinai, the Midrashim, the Tosefot, the extra Brayot. And say, my dear, Almanach, I need Talmud. If he said I'm a student, and Omrim Keshimon ben Azay and Keshimon ben Zoma, we're not uh, going to put him on the level that he has to be like Shimon ben Azay and Shimon ben Zoma, who were students their entire lives, and they were the greatest Talmud Hachemim at the time. Ela kol shishalim otov bechol makom davar echad belimuda veomro veafilu b'masechta dekala. If they ask him whatever he's learning and he's able to answer it, even if it's an easy masechet like a masechet kala. That's considered a Talmud, and she's Mekudeshet. If he says, Al menat shani hacham, on condition of a hacham, in Omrim ke hachme yavne, not like the hachamim of yavne, kerbi akiva vehaverav, no. Ela kol shishualin oto davar hochma bechol makum. If they tell him, if they ask him a question that needs logical thinking, he needs to think a little bit, and he says it, okay, that's a hacham, and she's Mekudeshet. Al menat shani gibor, I'm strong. In Omrim, it has to be like Yavner ben Ner, or Yoav ben Seruya, no. If people are scared of him because you know because he's strong, okay, then he's, he's considered a gibor and shemekudeshet. Alminat shani ashir. If he said on condition that I'm rich, or in Omrim that he has to be rich, kerbil azar bin harsom. His father left him thousand boats in the in the ocean. Ukerbil azar bin azariah. He was giving so much ma'asir of animals. If the people in the city give him kavod because he's rich, that's considered rich and, and she's mekudeshet. Even if he's a rasha, mekudeshet. Why? Because maybe he was thinking of doing teshuva in his head. And boom, just like that, he becomes a tzaddik. And the Rosh and the Rabbam explain, oh, you know, she's Mekudeshet Misafek, just in case he did Teshuvah and he's a Tzaddik. So Misafek, she's a Mekudeshet. And a lot of the Haranim don't understand how could he all of a sudden uh, leave his Hazaka. He has a Hazaka, he's a stronghold, he's a Rasha all his life. All of a sudden now he's a Tzaddik. How, how do we just take him out just like that? So the Lechem Mishneh says something fascinating. The, he knows he's a Rasha, but when he tells her, I'm Mekudeshet that I'm a Tzaddik, 
we, that took him out of his hazakah, meaning maybe to make this marriage happen, he's willing to become a tzaddik, and that's good enough for, for it to work. Next, on condition that he's a rasha, afilu tzaddik kamur, even if he's a tzaddik kamur, mekudeshet. Why? Maybe he was thinking of doing avodah zara, and misafek, he, she, she's mekudeshet. And the reason is because by Avodah Zarah, it says, Penif Tel Abachem. All you do is think about it, and all of a sudden you're in a shah. And the Gemara says, Asara Kabim Chokhma Yardu La'olam. Ten Kav is a measurement. Ten Kav of wisdom came down to the world. Tisha'an Atla Etzel. Nine of them Etzel got. Vehad Kolon Kulo. And one for everyone else. Asara Kabim Yofi Yardu La'olam. Ten Kav of beauty came down to the world. Yerushalayim took nine and the rest of the world got the rest. Kabim Ashirut Ten kav of wealth came down to the world. The original Romans took nine and the rest the rest of the world. Ten kav of poverty came down to the world. Babel took nine and one for the rest of the world. Ten kav of brazenness came down to the world. And one for the rest of the world. Now the asks, You're telling me that the brazenness didn't come down to Babel. But it says in Zechariah's prophecy, I saw two women coming out, and there's wind in their wings. And they have wings like a stork, it's a type of bird. But he sent and they picked up the ifa, the measurement of weight between the land and the sky. And I told the angel that was speaking to me, where are they taking this ifa? They want to go build a house in Shinar, which is Babel. The, the pasuk before that was talking about a wicked lady. Uh, she ended up taking her things and going to Babel. In Gemara Sanhedrin, it's talking about the Yitzhara of Abu Dazara. However, the way he is, the way she Babel. That's the flattering and brazenness that went to Babel. So you see, it did go to Babel. Gemara explains, in you're right, the brazenness went to Babel. But it didn't stay here. It ended up in other places like Ailam. Dekanami, and it makes sense. Dekatane, Libnot Labait. It wants to build for it a house. Meaning, originally it said it's Shetenashim. The Pasuk over there was talking about it. Shetenashim, then it says she wants to build herself a house. Obviously, the Hanufa stayed in Babel, the flattering stayed in Babel, and the brazenness went to Ailam. Shma'amina. And again, the Gemara is not happy with that. Ini, is that true? You telling me that brazenness wasn't in Babel? Amar more. Didn't we learn Siman the Gasut Aniut? The the sign for brazenness is if uh, there's poverty. And we all know that there's poverty in Babel, like we just explained. My, the Gemara says no. My Aniut. What uh, Aniut are we talking about that comes uh, from brazenness? That's Aniut the Torah. That's uh, the poverty in Torah. If someone's brazen, he doesn't get to learn Torah as well. We have a young sister with uh, not she's not developed in her chest. That's 
That's Aylam it had Daniel and Mordechai. They were Tamid Hachamim, but they didn't develop in a sense they could they couldn't teach. But Babel had Ezra and he was able to teach Torah. Asarakabim Gevurah Yadula Olam. There's ten kav of Gevura of Gevura, I don't know how to explain it. We'll just say strength or heroism, something like that. Either way, Tishan at Luparsim, the Persians took nine and one for the rest of the world. Asarakabim Kinim Yadula Olam and nine kav of lice came down to the world. Tishan at Lamadai Madai took nine and one for the rest of the world. Asarakabim Keshafim Yadula Olam. Ten measurements of uh, witchcraft came down to the world. Tishanat Lamitraim, Egypt took nine. Ten kav of wounds and sarat came down to the world. Tishanat Luhazirim, the pigs took nine. Ten kav of znut came down to the world. Tishanat La Arabia. Arabia took nine. One for the rest of the world. Asara kabim azut Ten kav of azut, and some say it's mamzerut, came down to the world, which is brazenness, which is mamzerut, they go hand in hand. Tisha natla meshan, meshan took nine. We're going to learn later on in the Masechet that the majority of people of there are mamzerim, and one for the rest of the world. Asara kabim siha yadu laulam. Ten kav of speech came down to the world. Tishanat lunashim. The woman took nine. Asara kabim shichrut yadu laulam. Ten kav of drunkenness came down to the world. Tishanat lukushim. The people of Kush took nine. Asara kabim shena yadu laulam. Ten kav of sleep came down to the world. Tishanat luavadim. Slaves took nine. Vehadnat lukolalam kulo and one for the rest of the world. Next Mishnah. If someone's Mekadish a woman, Almenat Shani Kohen, on condition that he's a Kohen, Venimsa Levi ends up being Levi, Levi Venimsa Kohen, or Levi ends up being Kohen Natin. Natin is uh, is part of the Givonim. It was a nation that tricked Yahshua into making peace with them. Uh, they were, uh, Yoshua and David Melech later on said they cannot get married to them. So let's say he he said, I'm a Natin, ends up even himself, Mamzer, he's a Mamzer. He's a person whose parents were not allowed to be together and you're not allowed to marry him. Or Mamzer, he said, I'm a Mamzer, even himself, Natin, he ends up being a Natin. Ben Ayir, Ben Krach. Let's say he tells her on condition that I'm from a smaller city, ends up he's from a bigger city. Bigger city, it's hard to live in a bigger city. Things are stuck together, less room for people. Or Ben Krachitazar, I live in the big city. Ben Imtsab Ben Ayir ends up, he lives in a smaller city. Almenat Shebeti Karov Lemir he marries her on condition that his house is close to the bathhouse. Ben Imtsar Hawk ends up being far, or Hawk Ben Karov, or far, he ends up being close. On condition that he has a daughter who's older, a maidservant who's older, he doesn't have it. Or on condition that he doesn't have that and he ends up having a daughter or a maidservant that are older. Or on condition he doesn't have children, and he has children. Or on condition that he has children and he really and he doesn't have children in all these cases even though later on we found out that he wasn't saying the truth and she said no i still wanted to be married to him still since the condition wasn't a good it's not a kiddushin and same story if she mistaken him, if she told him something, if she's something when she's really not, the kiddushin is not a kiddushin. 
And before I go on to the next sugya, I just want to point out from these Mishnayot, a lot of the poskim start to discuss what happens if someone lies. They go into a marriage saying they're healthy when they're really not, uh, when they, they live for, uh, over here or they have this much money and they're lying. Would that make a case to uh, dissolve the, uh, the marriage or annul the marriage? Very good to look into the sugya of what uh, someone has to say or not say going into marriage, or if someone expected something and they didn't get it, what would be the halacha? Now, the Gemara starts, A person sold all of his lands in this country. His thinking is he's going to do aliyah, he's going to Eretz Israel. And he doesn't need all these lands. But when he, uh, when he was selling his lands, he didn't say anything. He just sold his lands. He didn't tell anyone what his intention was. So Rava said, it's things in his heart. And whatever is in someone's heart, it doesn't really count in regards to the sale. And therefore the sale stands. And she's quick to remind us that if he actually said that I'm selling these lands in order so I could go do Aliyah and go to Israel, uh, if he ends up not being able to do Aliyah, not being able to go to Israel, then the sale becomes invalid and he gets his lands back. And even if he didn't make the proper condition and all that stuff, still the the sale is invalid. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.